Okay, so today is Daf Hay, and we'll get right to today's Daf. We are starting at the very top of the page. We left off um, yesterday's Daf. Um, um, basically, we're trying to figure out where is the entire basis for Asay, Doche Los Asay in general. And, um, and we left off that there is a, a path that we do have a source, according to the opinion of the school of Rabbi Shmuel, and uh, because they have that extra words of Tzemer Pishtim, which tells us that the mitzvah, the positive mitzvah of Tzitzis, will override the negative prohibition of Shatnes. But according to the rabbis, the words Tzemer Pishtim are not extra, so we need an answer, and that's what we're up to. So, Tenach, we're taking it right at the top of the page. Tenach, granted, okay, it works. Uh, according to the school of Rabbi Shmuel, but the Rabbanu Minalahu, where did the rabbis know that Asay is Dochelos Asay? So the Gemara explains, May Rosha. We learn out from the Pasuk of Rosha. Rosha was talking about the mitzvah. Uh, when a person has saras, in part of the purification process, he needs to shave his entire body. And it singles out not only the body, but it singles out the head. Now, why would, you know, the head is part of the body. Why is it being singled out? So, Detanya, we learned in the Brisa, Rosho, Matamalomer, Rosho, Matamalomer, why does it need to be stated? Since there is a prohibition in the Torah against shaving the payas, the corners of your head. So, now I would think that includes a mitzvah, that a mitzvah is also not allowed to. Um, so, um, that's why we have the word rosho, that the mitzvah, I say, will override. Now, because of Raitana, this Tana is of the opinion, that this actual of shaving the entire head is in fact. Um, considered the prohibition. I mean, that itself is a discussion. Maybe the whole prohibition is only when you're just cutting the payas that's, you know, from, you know, the going down, you know, uh, um, from behind, going downwards. Um, it's just shaving the bottom part off, the payas off, uh, sideburns off. But um, if you shave everything, then maybe there's no prohibition. This opinion assumes that Hakav is called Rosh Ma'akafa. Nevertheless, there is a difficulty. You can break this logical inference. The negative prohibition here is not that severe of a negative prohibition because it's not applicable to all. Because after all, women do not have the Isser, as we will, whatever the Gemara in Kedushin says, that they, they're not Mechuyev in the Lav of Akafa. They are allowed to cut their sideburns. So the Gemara says, "Okay, my love, that kafar shekain lav sheinishal b'kol ella asim miskano." So you're right; we're not learning it from the from the sideburn law. Ella, rather, we're learning it from zkano, the beard. The time of the price says zkano is that you also need to shave with the razor his beard. Matam lomer, why is that necessary to speak out? The fish never pass kano legalecho since it says by the kahanim. That they are not allowed to use a razor to shave their beard. Shame, I would understand from this, that that's true for a Kohen 
who has Tzaras as well, that he's also prohibited. That's what this Kano is teaching us, that even a Kohen is Mitzvah. So, obviously, this is also clearly not a Mitzvah that's Shavet Bakal, that's not applicable to all. Um, but nevertheless, it's not coming to teach you a because you already know that from past Rosho, from the sideburns. So, therefore, it must be coming to be extending it to even any love, even if it's a love that is applicable to both men and women, to all. Where it says, nevertheless, I still need it. Why? might have thought maybe kind of different. Because um, it's Kohanim, after all. And Kohanim maybe have, they have many extra mitzvahs that regular Yisraelim do not have. So that's why a few love she'en shavbakol, even their negative prohibitions that are not equal to all, lodachi uh, never can be knocked off. That's why I tell you that the Asay is overriding that. So there is a value, there's a purpose, even for even though it's a love shenu shabakol, since they're koanim, you want to show you that the lavim of koanim are not any stronger. Ella, so you're right, asim rosho, the haktana, this different trash of rosho, as stated in this tana. The tanya learned in the brisa rosho, it says the word rosho, matamalomar, what's the reason why it needs to be singled out? The vision emmer, tarlo yabar al rosho. A mitzvah, a nazir, has a prohibition on shaving the hair on his head. I would understand from this, even if he's a Nazir that's also a he also is not allowed to shave the hair on his head, because after all, that's part of the prohibition. That's why we have the word Rosho explicitly to tell us that in fact he is obligated, even though he is a Nazir, to shave all the hair on his head even though that's an outright transgression for him at being a Nazir. Nevertheless, Gemara says that's still a question, because one can ask, You can um, undo the entire Naziris. It's actual, actually, Naziris is all it is, is a vow. So you can remove the vow by going to a Bezdin of three, and they can free you of it. So since it's a removable vow, so that's much easier to override. If you don't say that, that's easier to override. Um, uh, we know that it's a, a given that a positive mitzvah does not override a negative prohibition that's coupled with a positive mitzvah. Um, and, but uh, we know, we should learn from a Nazir that, uh, that it could be. Why? Because a Nazir, besides for the negative prohibition, which is tar lo yavor al rosho, that he's not allowed to shave his head, but it also says gadel peras harosho. So it's a positive mitzvah as well to grow out his hair. So it's a positive and a negative. Um, 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 so anyway, that's the story. So Ligmar Minazir, let's learn it from Nazir. So the Gemara says, Obviously, the reason why we don't learn from Nazir that I say is because of this very pircha, because it's removable. So that's why it can be knocked off. 
so that Pircha stands is as well here. Um that it can be removed by going to a basin of three. So we're back to square one. What, according to the rabbis, what is the source for positive overriding negative? Elalolam rather really will say Mikra Kama. We're gonna go back to the first verse and learn it from there. Could have just said, remember, what we were lacking in the parsha of Tzitzis is the extra word. We need it to be mufna, that the that there's some extra word there. So what is the extra word by Tzitzis? Could have just said the word Tzitzis. What is the teaching us by the extra word Gedilim? That use of a new word, an unusual word, is telling you that it's mufna. So the Gemara says, that's not really extra. That's there to teach us shiur. Gedil shnayim and gedilim arba. So by having, what gedil already means two strands. Gedilim um, already means four. And then you, 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 spring, you string through four to make the tassel. So I say gedil, you make a deal and you stick it through. Um, so... Basically, we have actually a source for that already. So, Im Kain, um, if that was the case, Le Makra Lo Silbash Shatni. So we're we're gonna we're saying it could have just left the word Lo Silbash Shatnes Semer Upishtin. Don't wear Shatnes that is wool and linen. Yachtov Lamali. The word Yachtov, that's not really necessary. And that's the extra word. Therefore, we definitely do have some. It's extra and it's there to teach us this smuchim that it's connected to the prohibition, uh, the mitzvah tzitzit, is connected to the mitzvah, to the prohibition of Shatnei. But I need the word, the words Yachtov. Because it teaches us that the minimum to be transgressing shanes is where you do a double stitch, not a single stitch. Meaning if I just needle stick my needle through with the different thread into the other garment, that's not enough. Until I go in and out, I do a double, like a, I went around a second time. That is where it's going to be considered um, a, uh, a actual attachment. Um, so, and that's because of Yachtav, to make it as one. Anyway, point being is we use the Yachtav. Maybe we could have just said, Leave out the word That's what's extra. Where it says, still, that's not enough. We still use the word shanes. In order to be high for shanes, you need the word shanes is a contracted word, which means shua, which is combed, tevi is spun, and nose is woven. You need the garment cannot be chayev for shanes unless it has all these qualities. The threads are combed, spun, and woven. Uh, like if you have, like for instance, uh, just a felt garment, you know, just fibers that are just pressed to each other, that's not that can't be shot according to the Torah law. 
Ella, so the Gemara says, you know what, you're right. Mikulim is Shatnez Nafka. It's all going back to the word. Shatnez, Ashkan Asya say, okay, so one second. It's basically Kulim is Shatnez Asya. That Shatnez still teaches us everything because um, if, it, if it was only Afnuye, it would have said, Lo Silbash Klayim Termo Pishtim. And the fact that he used the word Shanes, it's able to teach us both, uh, both ideas. Okay. So, Elokulim Shanes Nafkav Ashkan So we're back to our original question. Okay, we finally, after all of this, got to the conclusion that Asay overrides Alos say alone. We don't have any example. Uh, thus far, of a positive overriding a negative that has kares, so how would we think that, that we need the word tidachi, it's the Israel that it does override, it's the Israel that we need Allah to tell you that it's not allowed. So why would I think that even? Um, that's the question. Maybe let's learn from Mila. After all, the mitzvah of Mila on the eighth day overrides um overrides Shabbos. And um that's a good raya if it over is able to override Shabbos. So Gemara says Malamila, but Mila is different. Meaning, yes, it's true that Mila is a positive mitzvah that does override Shabbos, which has Karis when it's on the eighth date. But nevertheless, there's something very special, very strong about the mitzvah Mila, It had 13 covenants attached to Mila. If you look at the beginning of the, of the section when Mila is taught to Avram Avinu, it has mentions the word bris 13 times there. So Gemara says, okay, mi Pesach, you can learn it from Pesach. So Gemara says, that too is special. Mala Pesach Shekin Kares, not bringing Kerbesach, atta- is attached to it a, a, a severity of Kares. So, yeah, sure, it makes sense that it might override. So Gemara says, okay, mi Tamid, let's learn it from the Tamid. After all, we bring a Kerm Tamid, uh, which is only a positive mitzvah, and we bring it even on Shabbos. So Gemara says, Malatam Shekein Tadi, yeah, but that's because it's every single day, so that's different. So Gemara says, okay, granted, we can't learn it from any one source that a positive mitzvah can override a negative that has excision attached to it. But, let's learn from a combination. So Gemara says, that's not good enough. Where are we going to learn it from? You want Mila and Pesach to be the combination? They both have a curse attached to it. Pesach has curse if you don't do it, and Mila has curse if you don't do the Mila. Of course, you can't actually get curse till you won't do it at all, and you always have the opportunity to do it. But anyway, the point being is there's a curse attached to the two of them. You want to learn from Pesach and Tamash? They both have carbon related. They're both, they're, they're both uh, mitzvahs that were com- co- commanded to us prior to our Sinai. So that itself gives it some extra weight to it. The Ola, the Karbanola that the Bnei Yisrael brought in the desert, that was the Ola's Tamid. Actually, all of them, if you think about it, um, the Tamid was was taught before, and guess what? Mila was brought, was taught before. Pesach was taught before. Yeshalafniyadim. So, therefore, we're back to square one. Why would I even? Why do I even have a thought to say that Asay should override a losa 
That's learned from Kibarav, the mitzvah to honor one's father. You might think that honoring one's parents can override Shabbos. It says explicitly, fear your parents, but keep Shabbos. You're all equally responsible in my honor. Including the parents. My love, isn't it? Trying to say. The father's telling you to transgress um, to the level of kares, Shabbos, and you're not supposed to listen. It's only because the Torah said not to listen to him. Without that, without that, it would have overridden the positive mitzvah. So what do you see? Halav so isn't that a proof that say in general does override lo say sheish bakaris? So Gemara says lo. That's not what's going on. Lav demechaber. We're talking demechamer. We're talking about there are parts of Shabbos that do not carry with it the same severity of karis. And the example is mechamer, where you're actually just following along or take leading the animal along when the animal does work. Now you're not doing anything, so you're not going to be chav karis, but the prohibition or the obligation that to um, of uh, of your of keeping your animal from working that is the lav that you're transgressing, but that's only a plain lav. That's not a lav sheish bokaris, and therefore, maybe that's what your father told you to do. I want you to go take the cow, take the cow to plow the field, which would be only a plain negative prohibition and not a negative prohibition that has karis attached to it, if not for this limud. Um, and and it's still not overriding, even though it's only a regular love. The point being is, is that you can only extrapolate that maybe a regular love is the Asedocha, but not a love that's Yeshbo Kares. And we will stop over here and take it from here tomorrow. Just a reminder, um, we change the